Hey there, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. Neville Goddard says over and over that imagining creates reality. He defines imagining as God in action, the personification of the creative power of the universe. That's God, Jesus. If I can get past the point of lip service and actually identify my imagination with God, then it becomes such a simple thing to make changes in my life. Knowing that my imagination is God, then I must start paying attention to what I'm imagining throughout my day and night. I've been doing it all along, imagining, but now I want to pay attention to it, direct it, do it intentionally. I want to start altering the course of my life. Now, I don't like rules, and I certainly do not like strict regimens. I've never liked being told that something has to be done a certain way. But I grew up accepting that anything worthwhile requires rules and processes, systems to follow. So when I started getting into what Neville teaches, I automatically assumed that it will require a lot of work, complicated regimens. It doesn't require any training, though. No mental gymnastics. In the 17th chapter of Acts, Paul is addressing the men of Athens about the unknown God. He tells them if they would feel after him, they would find him. For in him we live and move and exist. Knowing that the God he's speaking of is my imagination, that it makes it clearer for me. In imagination, I live and move and exist. I can't see this power. I can't see imagination but I can see the results of what I'm imagining. And so can you. Take a look around right now. Pat yourself on the back. Look at all the wins you already have. Yeah, even that jerk down the hall in your office. You know, the one you keep thinking about, like, man, he's such a jerk. Well, he's still a jerk because that's the state you're putting him in. But that's a win. Count that as something you've done. Notice your wins, your successes all around you. I'm making a joke of it, but look around you because you are experiencing this moment, what you've already been imagining. So once you notice that and get that, now you can start making some changes. This isn't something that's a part-time thing or only for specific things. Imagining creates reality 24 hours a day. You cannot escape imagining and you cannot escape experiencing the results of your imagination. In Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, it says, Make no mistake, God will never be mocked, for what you plant will always be the very thing you harvest. Said in another way, you can't trick imagination. You will always experience what you have imagined, what you have assumed. So I want to make sure I'm paying attention to what I'm imagining all the time, not just when I'm doing a formal session. I'm always imagining. If my imagination is God, and it is, then as soon as I have a desire, the fulfillment of it's already within me. In 1 John 5.15, it says, If we know that He hears us in whatever we ask, we also know we have obtained the requests we ask of Him. 
Who's the him in that verse? My own imagination. Knowing that imagination is God, that I have no doubt whatsoever that it, my imagination, knows my desire, because that's where the desire came from. If I'm imagining it, then God already knows it, because that's who I am. Recognizing my desire, I can just feel, thank you, Father. Or Father bugs you, then just thank you. I thankfully accept the desire's fulfillment as if I'm talking to a person. I know I'm thanking my deeper self. And I do the same with others. If someone comes to me with a desire, I am hearing them. And if I'm hearing them, then the depth of my own being, God, is hearing them too at that moment. Not later when I do a formal session to imagine lovingly for them. No, right then. If I'm hearing it, God's hearing it. And I can just thank the Father within me that they are now who they want to be. Knowing that my imagination is God and imagining creates reality, then I know that by the simple feeling of acceptance of the wish's fulfillment, I've done all that I need to do in that moment. And if I persist in that feeling, continue to exist in that feeling, that knowingness, then it must come about in my life. When I told Kim about today's topic, she asked a couple of good questions. How do you get to that point of trusting yourself so completely? What if someone has something big, but they just can't get to that point of surrendering to the state of that wish fulfilled and knowing that it's done? Well, for me, it came through practicing this art of imagining. I spent many days, weeks and months, focusing on one big thing and then going about my day as if I'm still small and separate little old Mike, reacting to other things, worrying about other things, instead of turning to my imagination for all things. I would spend some time doing a formal session for the big one, then go about my day worrying about other problems and never using imagination to resolve them. It was all about the big desire. And I was torturing myself by denying the fulfillment of my many other desires. I would have said the same thing others have told me back then, that I didn't have any other desires. Nope, just the one big one. That's it. That's the only desire. I'm good. And I would have been lying to myself, doing violence to my desires, and refusing to really dive in and explore the truth of who I am. So for anyone who's told me that you only have one desire, You're lying to yourself. And if you can't be open-minded enough to notice all of your wonderful desires and explore and practice this art, you'll end up throwing money at some coach or guru. I'm neither of those. Still focusing on the big thing while the rest of your desires die on the vine. I had to make a decision. If I believe that imagining creates reality, then I must act. No more waiting for the one thing to be resolved. I must become comfortable with who I really am get to know myself. It took me intentionally moving in imagination every day for any and all desires. Even though I understood that imagining creates reality, I wasn't that successful, not consistently. It was still more on the lip service side than the actual knowing. To get to that point of knowing what surrendering to the state of my wish fulfilled felt like, I had to practice, to play, have fun with it. I used to get so worried. When the warmer temps would come, I'd start worrying about paying for the higher electric bill. Then I'd worry about 
having to imagine for the money to pay the higher electric bill. Then I'd remember, remember that all the times the AC broke during the summer and I'd worry about having to imagine for paying uh, for AC repairs. Then I'd second guess myself and worry about imagining the right scene that implies my air conditioner didn't break. <laughs> I was making myself crazy. That's just one example, but that was the way my mind worked back then. Something would come up and I would immediately start thinking, oh great, now I have to imagine for that too? <laughs> I was making it a chore. It was miserable. I promise you, if you take the principle seriously that imagining creates reality and start paying attention to what you're imagining throughout the day, you can't help but get better and better at it. When you notice something you want differently, Decide right then that it is actually the way you want it to be. Ask yourself, how would I feel if I had that or I was experiencing that? Notice that feeling. That's your higher self giving you the answer to your question. You have the desire, then you move into the feeling of the desire's fulfillment. A great way to get used to moving in imagination is to sit down or lie down in one place in your house and move into another room and see your house from that point of view. When I first heard Neville talk about this kind of practice, I started trying it. This was back when I was still using a wheelchair, and at the time, I was stuck in bed because I'd fallen out of the wheelchair and cracked my tailbone. So I had nowhere else to go. I'm stuck here in bed. So I would imagine myself seated in different places in the house, seated in the chair in the living room. I'd feel the arms of the chair against my skin and hold the television remote, feel the buttons with my thumb. Then I would think of my bed from the point of view of the living room. And I think of its location from my present point of view and go back and forth with it. Now, when I first started practicing, as soon as I would think, try to think of like where I was previously, where my body actually was, and try to think of it and not from it, I would immediately go right back there. My eyes would open like, dang it. And I would just try it again. I stayed at it. I made it a daily habit to practice moving in imagination moving around my house in imagination, and it got easier. Then I would do the same thing with time. I'd pick a date in the future or past and imagine myself on that date. Now, some things were easier. Just picking a random day of the week didn't really work for me. A Wednesday doesn't feel any different than a Monday for me. But Christmas definitely has a different feeling than a hot August day. So I'd imagine it's Christmas morning and I'm seeing all the presents under the tree, waiting for my kids to come down. Sometimes I'll open Google Earth and pick a place to visit in imagination. I've traveled to some cool places. Try it. All of this is wonderful practice, getting comfortable with movement, getting to know imagination. But don't make it some strict regimen. Just have fun. The more you do it, the easier it gets. For me, letting it be fun instead of something I must conquer to get my big wish made all the difference. Want to experience other cool mystical things like the stuff that Neville teaches about the promise? Assume that you are experiencing it. Assume that you already have experienced it. Or just make the request to your deeper self and thank the Father within, your true self, for unfolding it within you. I've already imagined hearing from you and you telling me how simple it really is and how fun this is and hearing all your success stories. I love you. This is Feeling Twisty.